A global pandemic has changed our lives in many ways. But even with lockdowns, quarantines, and masked faces, Loop and Larry will never stop geeking out. This season, we geek harder, fanboy longer, and nerd bigger than ever before. It's season three of Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek! In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, meta-human destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. World is overrun with rampant pop culture. Call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Whoa! <laughs> three Season seasons. Three, three seasons of explosions. I can't believe it. And we've survived every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to believe we're still here. I mean, really. No, really? I question that every day. Every day. <laughs> well, I'm Loop. And I'm Larry! And this is Guardians of Geek, season three. We have launched it. It is September, and uh, it's going to be another great season. If you've never seen the show before, basically, Larry and I geek out on everything that we possibly can, from movies to TVs to video games to toys to everything retro. Um, we're going to be go doing a thing called the Pop 5, where we look at kind of the Pop 5 trending things that we kind of see out there. Also, we, we do the pop capacitor. We're going to look back at something retro, whether it's a movie, a game, TV show, whatever. But we're always start out. We just kind of have like a little chat. It's been a little while because this is the start of season three. So we haven't gotten together in uh, over a month now, I think it's been. So, so what, yeah. have you been, uh, what have you been keeping yourself busy with over there? Oh, I don't know. Just watching, you know, shows and doing stuff. So I've been, um, I've been watching The Boys, which oh, is yeah. excellent. That is, it's so good. If you, never, if you haven't seen it, have you seen it? I have not. It, you'll love it. It is, is like, it? You, ha you have to check the show out. It is so good. I've heard, um, I've heard really good things about the second season. I finally watched The Watchmen. Oh, did you? Yeah, I just, it, I just watched it for like the last two days. I, wa I watched you all You binged the, the whole show in two days? Yeah. Is it that good? It is awesome. They, the, of course, the Emmys just happened like, yeah. like just recently. And uh, Watchmen won a few Emmys in that. And of course, we have to give a, a shout out to Schitt's Creek, which we're Canadian. So, of course... I, like, I, I don't think I cannot believe it swept what it did. But I, I have never cheered out loud during an Emmys uh, uh, broadcast in my life, but I cheered like seven times <laughs> during this. I was so excited that it was winning everything. That was the that was this was the greatest Emmy broadcast in history. Like for anyone else, they'd be like, "Yeah." For Canadians, we're like, "Okay, now it's getting a little embarrassing. We're yeah, it's too much. We're sorry, guys. We don't mean to like." We like, yeah. we like to apologize, but it's, uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I was just like, that was like every category, like they every, were, it, that they it was, were nominated in. Th they made history because no, uh, no sh television show or is it no comedy, what, whatever it is, no show has ever swept the entire, uh, like seven category lineup like that before, like in history. Yeah. So like this was a massive, and it's a Canadian. Like it was just, it was the craziest. It was the craziest thing, but it totally deserved it. Like yeah, like coming, coming from Canadians, it's it's weird because the CBC is just like a, a like a government funded network, really. Yeah, and it's and it was done on the CBC, and it's hard to. It was weird to watch it go from this little CBC show go on to pop in the states, and then suddenly become this phenomenon, and all these like big celebrities like like Mariah Carey and Elton John all these people are like praising it and I'm like wow that's crazy out of nowhere like it just you could you could see the build of it which was really neat to watch like to yeah. to winning all those uh, Emmys which was really cool it was so cool and and it was also cool that they uh during the Emmy broadcast they were in Toronto like the yeah. entire cast was in Canada like they were in Toronto uh accepting and, and watching the the broadcast at somebody I think I had read Casaloma was it Casaloma? Yeah, it's Casaloma. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just thought that was cool too that they kept it in the country. I thought that was, I thought that was really neat. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. And uh, Watchmen, like I was saying, had won, won a couple Emmys. So I was finally like, I've got to watch the show. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I've been talking about watching it forever. I kind of, when it first came on, I just sort of, there's a lot of other things going on. So I didn't have a chance to watch it at that time. And then Greg had mentioned it when we did our year-end podcast yes. this year. And he didn't like it. Remember, he no, said he, he, he like said it, it wasn't very good. Yeah. And I loved it. It was so strong. Like, I was, I was captivated for the whole thing. 
Well, the fact that you watched 10 episodes, is, is it 10 episodes? Nine episodes. Nine episodes in yeah. two days. That's, that's saying yeah. something. <laughs> I couldn't stop. It was just so good. Like, it was just, like it was just, once, it, once it got a hold of you, you were like, what's going on in this? And there's a lot of those shows where they, little things would happen and then they would have impact later on and you'd kind of see how it all, how all the pieces fit together. It was really neat. Cool. Well, it's, it's next on my list. So I will, uh, I will get to that and we'll have a full rundown when I <laughs> finally watched it, whenever that might be. And I have a couple other shows I've been watching, which is Lovecraft Country. I don't know if you've yes. watched that at all. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so-so on it. What do you think? Oh, what do you really? think so far? Yeah. Uh, see, I really like it. I think it's really, really cool. It's, it's totally not what I expected. I mean, I expected all the Lovecraftian stuff, like all the monsters and, and, uh, and like cults and weird sort of dark images and things like that but i just like placing it in the, in the 1950s and having it this the the racial component yeah. added to it i just found it i find the characters so compelling um and really interesting to watch and so they're dealing with like real world stuff like the whole um you know racist situations that were happening in the states in the in the 50s and all of that and then on top of that they're they're battling monsters and demonic cults and things like it's just such a weird mix of things I, yeah I, I, that's, I really, that's my only complaint about it i think it's almost too not not too weird but too all over the place like i found like yeah. it's almost like one one episode's like here, here's the haunted house episode and here's yeah. the indiana jones type episode and here's like that's my only thing with it. It's like, it's starting to, to blend together now, but the yeah. first few episodes were a little all over the place. I just, I'm, I'm, I need a couple more episodes to get, like it's starting to get better as it goes, but it's yeah. just the first few were all over. I wasn't sure where this show's going or how and, they and connected or. Like, you're right about the Indiana Jones episode. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, wow, they got to do an Indiana Jones episode. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it totally felt, that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> and the only other show I'm watching right now is The Third Day. Have you watched any of oh, that? Oh, I don't yet? even know this one. What's this it's, one? it's on um, HBO. It's uh, Jude Law's in it. And it's. Oh, yes. Yeah, and if you're a fan of like Midsommar or uh, Wicker Man, the show is oh. like, I can see where it's heading already. So oh, it's really? like, he, he gets on this island. And I won't go into too much detail, but it's really cool because there's one road that goes to the island. But then when the tide goes up, the road gets buried and you can't leave the island. But you oh. can see it underwater. It looks really cool. So it's about six episodes. I think only two have aired. I've only watched the first one so far. But where is it? It's HBO. So Crave oh, HBO. in Canada, Crave HBO. Yeah. So. Okay. It's Perfect. on there, so if you have Crave, you could probably watch it. So yeah, well, I'll I'll add that to the but list. It's weird. It's it's very like midsummerish. Like it's like really? you can see like he goes to this little town, and it's like in this British town, and it's very oh. you can see where it's heading. People already wearing it. masks on their heads and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. Oh, I love <laughs> it. All right, I didn't realize that's what it was about, and now I'm hooked. I'm yeah. hooked. I love this Stephen, show, and I haven't even seen it. Yeah, Stephen King. I think he recommended it. I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, and he kind of mentioned those as as like how what it was kind of like. And I'm like, okay, I'll go watch this for sure. So. Oh well, I mean, if, if Stephen King backs it, then yeah, then it's got to be weird of some, some stretch. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, I just wanted to um, to mention a thing that I just did last night, um, because you know we got to we got to keep ourselves entertained. So yep. last night, one of our local theaters, the Highland Theater. Um, which has converted itself into a drive-in theater, was running E.T. Oh, and nice. I hadn't seen E.T. on the big screen since 1982 when it came out. Yeah. So, and my, my wife was the same. We're like, we hadn't seen it since then. So we're like, we have to go see this. This, like, I mean, I've, I've seen it probably a dozen times, but yeah. I've not, I've, I haven't seen it on the big screen. I tell you, watching this movie on the big screen, you forget how good it is. Like, it is, it's a totally different experience watching E.T. on the big screen than it is just watching it on your TV. It is such a good movie. And it's so funny to watch it now since shows like uh, um, Stranger Things and all those sort of 80 revi 80s revival kind of shows have come up. Yeah. Because they you could see like scenes directly from et et starts with the boys in their kitchen playing D D. just like just <laughs> I like i forgot about that yeah you're yeah, right i totally did i i i totally had forgotten about that just like uh, stranger things like they've literally lifted like scenes and ideas right from et to make these new shows so it's i was just like <laughs> so but it but that was the real thing like that was the like in the 80s it was and it's just so good but but it was so funny because i 
went there and then I posted that I had been there. And then, and then I get, I get a post from, from Loop's mom <laughs> say, saying, I remember what theater we went to. I took little Loop to that back in 1982. So everybody was all getting nostalgic about it. And yeah, it's, it's so good. Like if, if you get it ever, if it ever plays in your area, you really should try to watch it. It's so good. Yeah, because I saw um, Indiana Jones came to one of the theaters, and I went and saw oh, that. And it's like it's so cool to see these. I, I could go and see older movies all the time. Like, un unbelievable. Yeah, it's been so long since you've seen them on on the big screen. It's a whole different experience. Yeah, well, and that's it. And so, starting on uh, Friday, uh, theaters are playing Empire Strikes Back because it's the 40th anniversary. Oh wow! So in our in our city, uh, Imagine Cinemas is running. Uh, Empire Strikes Back for a week so I'm totally going to get tickets next week and go and see Empire on the big screen I can't yeah I, mean, I, I should guess, go do that it was I guess it must have been 1997 was the last time like when they when they did the digital remakes of the Star Wars yeah movies. we went and saw those remember standing in line like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they had midnight showings and we'd go <laughs> yep totally did so I feel like it's been at least since 1997 that I've seen that movie on the big screen so yeah, I'm. I love the fact that there. I mean, I hate that there are that new movies can't come out right now because there's yeah. so many good movies coming out. But I love that they're like going into the archives and finding the classics and running those on the big screens. I, I like you said, I'd I'd go that every day. You saw Tenet, right, at the theater? Yes. Yeah, I saw it too as well. I, I was. Yeah. It's a bit confusing, but I loved it at the same yep. time. It was exactly. I have no idea what happened, but it was super cool to watch. <laughs> I did see, I'll just update you because we've talked about this movie a lot. I did see the new Mutants in the theater. Oh, how was that? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. It wasn't like really? awesome, but it okay. wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't as bad as they're, they're saying it is. Like it was, yeah. if you've read the, any of the new Mutants comics, they did a pretty decent job at like, like at, at capturing some of the characters. Some were captured better than others, but um, it, it needed work. I'm not going to say it didn't like, but <laughs> right. it's uh um, I, I feel like there's a lot of constraints, budget constraints on it. I think, you know what I mean? Like where they could have yeah. gone a little bit further, but they didn't because they just, they only had so much budget to work with, with certain characters. So, yeah. um, but it was, but it was worth, it was worth going. Like, it, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, it was pretty good. Like it was like, do you, do you feel like it's a, like we need to see it on a big screen or is it okay to wait till it come to next nah, week? You can wait. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I mean, if you want to go see it, the, the theater's probably empty by this point because they're playing well, it still because there's nothing else to play. Yep. So they're just like they're destroying it in the theater for for longer. So it's uh, it, it was really good. I, I like as far as like just entertaining for what it was. And if you've watched any of the X Men movies, you can kind of see how it. But I I feel like go in you have to have some knowledge of the comic book. Oh, it's, that's I, interesting. I, I don't know if you could like. I mean, you could watch it and not have it, but it it adds an extra layer, of course, if you've seen like. It's very understated as far as like how they've connected it, but right. Okay, well maybe that's where the negative reviews came from. Is yeah, people who had no idea who these characters were were just not getting the whole picture. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> seen each other for a while, so we had a lot of catching up to do there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Our next podcast will be about two things, and then we're out. Exactly. Then we're on to plot five. <laughs> and that's it for this podcast. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> do I do the plot five right now? Let's get into it. All right. What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop <laughs> 5. All right. Let's start right at the bottom of the list. Number five. <laughs> Number five. We're going backwards. backwards. We're going backwards. Yeah. We, it took us an entire season to figure this out. It's always better to end with number one pop five than to end with the number five pop five. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. We'll get it figured out. Anyway, I think we've got it now. <laughs> so the number five on our list is the trailer for WandaVision. Yeah. Has been released. This is the first we've really seen of this show that the, uh, we like we heard about for the last year because they talked about it, you know, as being one of the new Disney Plus shows and then nothing. Yeah. And all of a sudden we get a trailer. And what a trailer <laughs> it was. <laughs> I like how they still don't have like a, a like they don't have an actual date for it, do they yet? I think I, they no, might. I don't think no, so. No, no, it's just December, I believe. Yeah. Like 20, yeah, December 2020. So yeah. um, it's funny too, because I, I, I was just talking about this with somebody the other day. Like Disney Plus is kind of like, as much as it's awesome, it's sort of dropped the ball on the newer content. And I don't know if part of that's COVID related or, or like has delayed some of it, but I feel strongly as soon as Mandalorian was done, the first like Marvel show should have started. Like it should have been 
it, like because this is the thing you're getting this network for like some of this like i mean you, it's great to have all the old disney shows and things but it's what you really want is this new content from from uh star wars and also from uh well at least at least the 40 year olds do from star wars and <laughs> and marvel right so yeah. And, and the Marvel stuff just dried up really quickly. Like all these, they had like, I don't know, they had like seven or eight shows well, like yeah, they were kind they, of working on or have done and none of them have shown up yet. No, and I, this is what I don't understand about Disney Plus. Why they didn't launch with uh, Mandalorian and uh, Winter Soldier, you know, or WandaVision. Like launch with both of them. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, so they've, they're launching with their two biggest properties because not all Marvel fans are Star Wars fans and vice versa. So, yeah. it would. But I, I, I don't know why there's such a massive delay on the Marvel side. I don't, I don't quite get yeah, it. I think, I think maybe the movie. And I, the problem is, I think I think we've talked about this before, but they're all so tied into each other. Yeah. They probably have to come out in a certain order because it, some yeah. things might tip off other things. So uh, I think maybe that's why. Because I think before Wandavision comes out, I believe. Um, uh, Black Widow comes out. Well, it does, except that um, I just got a notification today uh, from, from the <laughs> Hollywood from Marvel. <laughs> Marvel just sent you this. Okay, they just—they're always—they're always just updating me on. Scarlett Johansson just sent you a message. Yep. <laughs> texted you. She was, li- she was listening to this. Yes. <laughs> she uh, that um, Black Widow has now been delayed to 2021. See, I thought it was supposed to take the t- the the slot of uh, Eternals. Yeah, it was supposed to come out like end of November and then it moved to December. But as of today, according to the Hollywood Reporter, it's now moved to 2021. So I don't know when it's coming out. <laughs> Just put it in the theater. Like it can run for like 20 years because there's nothing else in the theater. Like I think they'll make exactly. their money on it. I th- People, if you're a Marvel fan, you're going to go see it at the theater regardless of what's going on right now. Like, or exactly. have a theater and have it at home where you can buy it at home or whatever it is, like the yeah. stream at home. Like, Though yeah. I, I believe they'll still make their money. Like all those Marvel movies are licensed to print money anyways. So Well that's it. I don't know I don't know what they're waiting for. But anyway, so we may not get that one for a while. So that's why Disney Plus needs to step it up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so so WandaVision. Oh yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> back to uh, what we were talking about yeah so this was the craziest i'm i'm actually really excited about this show i think this it like okay so here's my assumption from just from the trailer that this takes place after the snap this is my thought only because at one point somebody says to vision you're dead yeah so so that would imply that it's happened after the snap i've read that it happens after Endgame. Yes. Yeah, so it'd be like it's not between the movies; it's after no. after those. So yeah, I, yeah. So and then this is like if basically it looks like like a sort of a love story between the two, Vision and Scarlet Witch, um, or Wanda Maximoff or whatever. But the uh, yeah. um, it, it looks it looks like they're somehow either in a spell or in Vision's mind or something trapped in some sort of TV world yeah. or something where they're they're exper- they're in different times of like different types of TV shows and, and yeah. kind of living like as a couple in those in those like parameters so that's what it looks like but i just wonder if it was um if it's in vision's mind like if he's sort of creating this ideal like ideal universe for them do you know what i mean like this is what he wants so he's creating this like i love lucy type world yeah or yeah or wanda did somehow too or she like yeah spells right she could have that's right. some sort of like alternate universe where they're sort of living in this like this i don't know they always have like weird like little sub worlds and like you know what i mean yeah. like that they can put them in so uh yeah i don't know it looks cool though like it looks uh, really neat i'm in i'm all in they just need <laughs> to release it and then i'll watch it <laughs> i know i wish i wish marvel would release something like this this was at least a good teaser of something that was going to come out i i always thought it was supposed to be um falcon winter soldier first then wanda yes. vision what it that's was, what I, right? Yes, I'm sure that that's the case. And then, but we haven't heard anything about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, I mean, like he's just little bits and pieces, but yeah, but no trailers, no footage. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. We want it now. That's all we're saying. <laughs> you put it in we'll Disney watch Plus, it. please release yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever listened to us before, listen to us now. <laughs> we're on the we're the finger on the pulse of what's going on. That's <laughs> right. We're the barometer for geeks around the world. <laughs> We need our content. 
right. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of content, yes, <laughs> Netflix. Netflix is never going to let us down. They're always giving us. Yeah, content. Netflix has been actually on fire. I think, like Seriously. as far as like bringing new content, it's it's unbelievable. So just today, on this day of recording, which is the twenty third of September, uh, Netflix re- released the full length trailer for the sequel to the Haunting of uh, Hill House, called The Haunting of Bly Manor. So the trailer for this dropped today, and I am stoked. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, show. it looks good. I think this is great. Haunting of Hill House is has become one of my like top ten all time favorite shows. I watched it uh, the entire. I watched the entire thing, and then uh, I just I binge watched it about two weeks ago, yeah. the whole ten episodes again. And now my son has said he he really wants to watch it. So I said, all right, let's get on it. So I think I'm going to watch it a third time before oh, yeah. it comes out. Um, and this new, the new trailer, uh, apparently this, this series is supposed to be even darker and scarier. Oh, wow. Than Hill House was, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, I like the trailer too, because it didn't show a whole lot. No. Like, it, like it had a lot of scenes, but it didn't really show a lot of like the, the kind of freaky stuff that you might see. So, but, yeah. but there was little teases of like some things in the background and things. So I, 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 I like the way they did the trailer a lot. So it looked like yeah. it's, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be really, really looking cool. forward to it. Yeah. This is like full on haunted house, um, crazy horror TV. Like, I just think it's going to be great. I think the first, this one is, was sorry, I was going to say the first series was so well done. Like it's just the structure of it was so cool. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to the second one. And a lot of the the players from the first season are in this one again, playing completely different people. This is like an anthology series, like uh, American Horror Story. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be the same actors who appear each season, but just playing different people, which is cool because like those actors are fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it actually took me a minute to recognize one of them. I was like, who is this? I don't. And then I remembered that she was like the star of the first series, <laughs> but she looks so different that I didn't, I didn't. And of course, uh, speaking of ET, uh, your buddy's in it too. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, Elliot's in and, it, whatever yeah, his real Henry, name is. I can remember. Henry Thomas. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Henry Thomas is back in it. Yeah. So uh, my ET experience has come full circle. <laughs> you know, there's so many TV shows on now with all the streaming services that, that even Henry Thomas has a part in something. Like, it's like seriously, I feel like there's you, so many like actors, like so many actors to go around, right? Yeah. Like, if you've if you've ever acted in anything, you're bound to get another acting gig now because there's just they they're in desperate need of actors. <laughs> <laughs> they need them. He's yeah. great. He was great in the last one, and uh, so that's October 9th on Netflix. That's only a couple weeks away. I know it's debut. really yeah. soon. Yeah, really cool. so that'll be the next. That'll be the next big thing I think that uh, that I'm looking forward to is is that show, and I feel like I will binge that show with in the weekend. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna jump right on that. it. Yeah, I mean, so I'm so excited. That's that's the way to start off a, a kick off a Halloween month, is with uh, a haunting uh, series. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Speaking of trailers, and speaking of Disney Plus, who is, this, is which, lacking- which one is this? Pop three. Oh, this is Pop. This is number three. Three. <laughs> uh, so Disney Plus, who is lacking in content, has given us more content. All right, perfect. The Mandalorian trailer, season two. Yes. And as excited as I was about the haunting of Bly Manor, I was triple excited for. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I knew you were like, I thought, "Oh, Lawrence is gonna freak," and then I start seeing all your posts. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lawrence is on this. Like, I was business. like. It was, I, I knew when it was coming out, so I literally logged on, like, moments after it was released, because I needed to see this thing, and I, <laughs> I just, I can't even tell you how excited, like, this, this is the Star Wars that, that we've been waiting for, and it started with Rogue One, like, yeah. these, to me, the, the Mandalorian feels like Rogue One, like, much more gritty, real world feeling, um and darker, like, a bit more violent and stuff, and this season looks, like, even more than that. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's funny because I saw um, Sasha Banks, the wrestler, is in it. Yeah. And I saw her, and I didn't even know she was in it. And I'm like, oh, that looks like Sasha Banks. And then I read later that she's in it. It was hilarious. Yeah. But it's the, uh, yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah. And the, the rumor is, I don't know how this is going to pan out, but the rumor is that Sasha Banks is playing Sabine Wren from uh, Star Wars Rebels. Oh, animated, yeah, that's cool. The animated show. So they're potentially bringing, well, and Ahsoka Tano is supposed to be in this season too. So they're finally bringing the animated characters into life, a live yeah, action. Yeah. That's so cool. Is, um, I've read rumors that Boba Fett's supposed to be in this, or is that yeah. just a... 
I, I in fact I, I just read yesterday that it was confirmed that um I, I can't remember t- uh what how, something Morrison his last name is Morrison uh the guy who played Boba Fett in um the prequels yeah the prequel stuff yeah yeah because he was a clone right like he was yeah, the, yeah so well, he was he, the, he was the one who no he was the original they cloned everybody off of him oh right so, that's right yeah so he would look yeah. like should be the same person yeah so uh, so apparently it's confirmed that he is now a part of this so somehow boba fett is going to show up in this he's still I, alive I, he made it i know <laughs> right out, of the, out of the sarlacc he, he, he jumped right out of the sarlacc pit <laughs> right back into this i don't know how that's gonna work but uh but yeah so that's that's coming too it's just uh, this season is gonna be so it mark my words uh, oh no oh no <laughs> Now you've given it the kiss of death. Now you've said something. <laughs> well, I still think it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly Jar Jar Binks will be in the whole series. <laughs> Baby Jar Jar or something. I'm Baby like, Jar Jar. <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh, next season. That's so, and so that's October 30th, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, so October's looking pretty good. Yeah, no, it's, it's right picking now. up for sure. Yeah, we're doing all right. Uh, number two. We're sticking with the Star Wars theme for a minute. Yeah. Um, there is a new Star Wars video game coming out called Squadrons, and it's uh, it's all flying. It's all based on flying X-wings and and Tie fighters and A-wings and Y-wings, like all the different ships. So it's a, it's a like a flight simulator. Yeah. Game that looks amazing. But to promote it, they created a a mini movie. It's like eight minutes long, and it's called Hunted. And I don't want to spoil it too much if you haven't seen it. But this thing is phenomenal. Oh, like, really? Oh, that's did cool. you watch it? I haven't seen it yet. I just, oh. I just watched the trailer today for Squadrons. I hadn't even heard of it. So oh, I, was okay. like, I was really hoping to see Porkins, but I didn't. But anyway. <laughs> no, I yeah. don't think you will. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's on YouTube. And so just check it. It's, it's called Hunted. And it's, like I said, it's eight minutes long. But it's like a full, like, mini movie. Um, it's the animation is fantastic. And the story is really good. Like, this is a, a really solid um entry into star wars and it's just like a promotion for the video game yeah but but it's so well done i was i was like this this is gonna tide me over for a while this eight minutes of star wars content uh because it's really really good but again i don't want to spoil too much about it my my son's a huge fan of like playing video games in the star wars one specifically he's a big star wars fan so um i know he'll be on it i don't know if he's seen this yet but i'll tell him about it today we'll probably end up watching it so Oh uh, yeah. Th- this is a tangent on Pop Five, but the uh, the video game systems that have come out and already sold out within seconds. Did you did you go after any of them at all? PS Five no, like or the, the X? PS5? No, like we, I, we, I tried I, for the PS Five and it was gone with it before I could try for it. Like really? Yeah, I was gonna put I, it like I was gonna get it. Like yeah, gone. I I like I I feel like I will probably get it eventually. I like I'm not in a huge rush to get it now, but I. I heard that. I heard that it's just crazy. It's, it's like sold out everywhere. Like it, it, within within minutes, people were so mad. So I read where people had it in their cart, and then they went to do something, and it was gone. It was already sold by the time they went to, to check out. Really? Yeah. I thought once something is in your cart, it's it's. There. It was gone. People were like, "Oh my god!" My, like that was in my cart a second ago, and now it's gone. <laughs> and now really? it's sold out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be quite a thing. But have you seen the footage from like any of the game footage from PS Five? Yeah, I, wa- I watched a lot of the PS5 launch. Yeah, like the because uh, uh, my son Nelson was watching it, and so I watched a lot of it with him, and it was it looked the games like they're so phenomenal now, like they just look so cool. So it's crazy. It's a little pricey. It's like six hundred fifty yeah. bucks Canadian. <laughs> but I mean, obviously people also, don't care. Obviously people don't care because they're selling so fast. Like it's, it's so funny. Like to see how well, fast and, these things are going. And the nice thing is, is that it's backwards compatible to PS4 games. Yeah. Which and and they, a lot of the PS4 games too, like some of the top ones are all like like free downloads on it as well. Oh, is that right? Yeah, if you have a if you have a PlayStation Plus. Oh, which is really cool. And they're like these are like the big games from it, and like all the top ones. Half yeah. of them are like so. It's kind of cool. It's gonna be great. Yeah. That's, and that's this is the first one I think that's a digital version and uh, oh. like an analog version, so or like a CD version, yeah, so you can. Like- go with one or the other and it's like a hundred dollars cheaper to go with the digital version yeah but the problem is and so we my son and i talked about we're like oh we should just go with the digital version but a lot of the games we have are hard copies yeah so if we go with the digital version then our hard copies are useless yeah (laughs) (laughs) so me 
but uh but yeah that's that's coming uh there's so much good stuff so let's move on to the number one top five (laughs) of of season three premiere here it is are you ready for it oh i'm oh i need oh i'm ready (laughs) i know what this is uh the dark crystal Mm -hmm. age of resistance yep best show ever that i haven't watched yet (laughs) has been canceled thank the the gods above (laughs) it it didn't even make it past season one nobody marked my words (laughs) i still can't believe after you like giving it like the most glowing recommendation when it before it came out i ended up watching the whole thing and you didn't watch it and you watched like the first two episodes it was so boring like it it, it was amazing to look at like i don't want to put anything like i mean there was so much work done in that show and it looked like phenomenal i just yeah. thought story-wise it was it was just slow it was just a slow burn and i just didn't think it was that interesting like enough well, that it, I, it didn't really keep my attention like yeah and i think that was the problem i read one article that said essentially it was a really expensive disappointment for uh for henson studios <laughs> that pretty much because, describes it yeah yeah because it was, I mean, visually, it, it was really amazing. Like, it oh, yeah, no, the, the work they put into it was like uh, just incredible. It just, yeah. I, unfortunately, I thought the story was like, it was, the story was like a combination between too complicated and just way yeah. too slow. Yeah, I think that was, and that's, <clears throat> but, but what made the movie fun was that it was a very basic story. Yeah. <clears throat> like, it wasn't complicated at all. So, I think that's part of the, part of the reason why this was this didn't do so well was because people liked the innocence of the movie and then all of a sudden it became so complicated <laughs> that people were like Meh. and my problem is once i watch a first season of something i feel almost compelled to watch the next season so yep. i'm kind of glad it's done <laughs> i can put i can seal that one in the tomb you're, I mean, you're off the hook so, I, so when when loop and i were talking about this i said i told him about this the other day and i and i said so uh is there any point in me watching it and he's like yeah okay whatever i said did it end with a cliffhanger or or did it wrap up <laughs> and his response was oh it wrapped up with me asleep i'm here all week you know what honestly i can't even remember i remember it like it kind of ended but i can't remember it wasn't like a huge cliffhanger that i remember i just remember that they feel like they hadn't finished their full quest and it was kind of like no. But but you didn't care by that point anyway. I was da- I was out like I was out by like the second episode. So there you go. So there's there's the pop five. <laughs> <laughs> Ending with the biggest story of 2020, bar none. Oh man, that's it's the happiest day of my life that got canceled. <laughs> like it's it just it made my whole this made 2020. This is like this is probably the biggest thing that happened in 2020. So is it <laughs> and to me it's like could anything else go wrong in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, you want to move on to the plot capacitor? Yeah, let's talk about something better. Let's move on. Okay. Miles All right, here we are, Pop Capacitor, and this is where we look back at a movie, TV show, game, or even just a lifestyle, whatever, and then we kind of see how a it- Lifestyle? Is. Wait a minute, hold on, what, what kind of lifestyle? Are we well, lifestyle, like, I mean, like, like collecting things or like, oh, okay. like that kind of stuff, yeah. Not, oh, okay, not, like, a, not like a lifestyle that you would, you would do. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll move on from that. Yes, um, <laughs> so today on the Pop Capacitor, we are looking back at Class of Nukem High. Yes, we are. We figured, you know, it's September. It's back to school. As crazy as that is, schools are open. Kids are going back. We should probably look back at one of the classic, you know, high school movies of all time. The most, one of the most popular high school movies of all time, Class of Newcomb High. <laughs> so this is, this is presented and produced by Troma, which is Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hertz. And uh, they done, I think, over like a thousand movies. And uh, oh yeah, look at you with the ah, the Tromaville. Um, now so I'm they, in Tromaville. Uh, look at you. So <laughs> they've done like a million movies. And uh, uh, when I was in college, there we go. I got a Tromaville going there. When uh, when I was in college, like I probably watched like a million of these movies. Like I was really into trauma movies. And so basically, if you've never seen one, they're like 
low budget, like sort of Very mostly, mostly horror movies, but not all the time. Yeah. And they're uh, they're kind of like over the top, and they're usually played for comedy and horror or whatever they're they're doing in that genre. And it's yeah. usually gross out stuff and like just like just stupid jokes. But they but they but they focus on like trying like their special effects are actually not too bad but they try to be like so gross with them that you've never seen anything like it like they're and they're super low budget so they look cheesy but they're really gory and they're but they're but they're really funny at the same time because they're so cheap looking yeah it's it's weird it's it's like a b-movie that um uh, like sometimes you watch a b-movie and you're like okay that's really bad yeah um and but it doesn't mean to be bad but this these movies usually try to like they they hug that line of like you know what this isn't that great we have a low we don't have a lot of budget so just this is what it is and it's like so you you go into it with that sort of mentality walking into these movies and i actually got a chance to meet lloyd kaufman and he actually signed my class of newcomb high uh what is that is that a a vhs no it's it's dvd so oh oh, okay it's all three movies that are all in there okay and then it says uh toxie loves you on it. <laughs> like, Toxie loves everybody. Toxie there's Toxie. If you don't know who Toxie is, he's right over oh, yeah, my right shoulder. There, there he is right there. He's from, he's from another one called The Toxic Avenger. He wasn't. Yeah, he's that's probably movie. their most popular movie. Uh, like yeah, the biggest the brand. They, yeah. seem to, they seem to like doing movies based on like toxic waste. And, <laughs> I don't know why. Don't know. <laughs> what it does to places. Anyway, so let's launch into class of Newcomb, the, the class of Newcomb High. So um, the uh, right out the top of this movie, I don't know if it's just the, the version I have, but this this behind me comes up, yes. and it's it looks like they've taken something that's like a piece of video that's this big and blown it up. It was so <laughs> digital. It was like so digital looking, like yeah, and blurry and yeah. yeah. Really <laughs> well, first of all, the movie came out in 1986, right? Okay, right? yeah, yeah. So 1986. So it's I mean, it's got that 80s vibe to start with. Yeah. And then the cheapness on top of it. So <laughs> it's all. Well, I think, I think that Shoma started in 74. And really? uh, so, yeah, so they, they were doing movies up until then. So this is like, I'd say this one is one of their more popular, like, series of movies. Yeah. I, I describe this movie as if you were to do a spoof of an 80s movie now, everything mm-hmm. in this movie would have been in your spoof now. Yeah. But, but they were in the moment. Like, they, they were doing it when this was actually happening. So they were actually... Yeah bucking the trend like they were on top of like what was going on and the kind of things that we were making fun of now about the 80s they were already making fun of it in the 80s at that time so i thought that was kind of cool it's true you're absolutely right like the the characters in this movie are are totally spoofs of like trends that were popular at the time like like punk rock and like nerds or whatever you know that sort of thing but the the jocks and yeah yeah. the, the punk the whole punk rock uh, movement with people like with face paint and ha- crazy hair and stuff was they were totally spoofing that and they were so over the top with it but uh, at the time it would have been like pretty like breakaway because people weren't making fun of that necessarily the way they did it oh so yeah it's, it's really it's really well done so, so tell me about the story of this <laughs> this movie because so it's gotta, a little hard to lock down <laughs> you've got a high school right beside like a toxic waste plant Yep, and then a pipe breaks. Well, it's a nuclear. It's a nuclear a nuclear plant. Like, yeah, nuclear plant that has a lot of toxic waste that <laughs> in their pipes. Nuclear waste. Yeah, the, a pipe breaks, and then the the waste gets into like the water system, and I don't know. <laughs> in the cafeteria, I don't know. And, yeah, and, and what happens to people doesn't quite make sense. Some people get really affected by it. Some people only get affected by it sometimes, and yeah. uh, it's just all over the board. Like how how this really affects people, but it does produce some sort of like um like tadpole creature at one point yeah, and then, the, it, then it creates a giant like well the tadpole monster. grows up <laughs> <laughs> the tadpole grows up to become a giant tadpole but but yeah you're right so the the toxic waste affects different students differently so like the first the first student you see was drinking from the water fountain and of course the water fountain the water turns all gunky and thick <laughs> and he's drinking it and then he's like the nerdiest nerd you've ever seen oh yeah the like classic nerd then, yeah and then he turns into like this like psycho crazy guy who wants to beat people up but then he like melts <laughs> 
essentially. And Did he jump out a window too or something? Yeah, he jumped out yeah. a window and hit the ground and then he just sort of melted. <laughs> but then, so he did that. But then some other people, it turns them like kind of sexy. somehow i don't know how that happens Uh, and then it's just it's so funny because none of it they don't carry through anything like there's no like one thing that carries through this whole movie it's just like scenes of different people being affected differently yeah kind of thing and the main characters are uh they're like the the goody two-shoes sort of guy and girl she's like a cheerleader and he's on the football team Yep. And uh, they only get affected. They have they they smoke some weed that's yep. been grown at the plant and sold, and then they only turn into sort of zombie things once in a while. They're having these like visions of like their bodies changing and giving birth, and I, it was just so weird. It just gets so bizarre. Yeah, it's really <laughs> hard to describe this thing. Like it's it's such a such a bizarre mix of of things and and stuff. But and then then the bad like the villains in this are this like group of like punk rock guys and girls they're called uh what are they called um the cretans but they only became the cretans over time because they've been affected by this this toxic waste they used to be like the honor society <laughs> somehow <laughs> so that happened to them <laughs> and i found that like some of them like disappeared and then some of them would like there's like there's certain characters in that group and some of them would disappear and then there's suddenly there was a teacher that turned into she decided to become a punk person yeah. and then yeah. she only showed up only when they were in the junkyard but she didn't show up anywhere else in the movie like she no, was like that's true (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know what happened there okay there's one thing i want to mention uh before we go any further is this party they have in this movie so they have this like this big beach party and it's in it's in like a i don't know what those are called like the like a residence or uh um like Like Lambda. what's that like a like a dormitory or like a frat house a frat house so it's it's obviously in a frat house the inside is massive like you can tell they shot it in a club like it is yeah. huge inside and then yeah. they go up the stairs and then it looks just like a loft of someone's house but downstairs there's like railings and they're up on, on different levels and it's like a big dance floor like it's massive inside this house it yeah. is it's like i'm like i've never went to a party at a house this big in my no. life like, this thing was like gigantic it was like, like it, was, it, it was like they were shooting it in a in an airplane hangar that they made it it was like it was so unbelievable this was like an actual house like inside what it showed inside was the actual house that it was but but the upstairs didn't fit the downstairs like there's no way that upstairs could have been the right size to fit on the yeah like attached it just didn't make any sense like the the inside was way bigger than the outside it's but like it was like huge inside it's magical (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there was another like, this movie is full of continuity errors by the way like people like oh, yeah. suddenly having something then not having it in the next scene or something disappears beside them but yeah. there was a scene that made me laugh this the uh the one main character goes up to his house so he walks up to the house opens the door and the house is kind of beat up a little bit and stuff it's almost like the amityville house like that's yeah. that sort of shape yeah. and so he opens the door goes in the inside's like a really new home and so the door is just a normal door on the outside but inside it's got like a window beside it yes. like so it, but it didn't have i went back and looked it didn't have it on the outside but on the no. inside there's a window going up the side of the door and it's yeah. all like super clean and nice inside like it's hilarious i'm like okay that's obviously not the same house <laughs> no they just found they just found a pretty exterior and they're like let's shoot there and then they had their other interior someplace else <laughs> anyway, it was like, so that's that's the thing with a with a bunch of these trauma movies is that they don't that stuff doesn't matter (laughs) they don't they don't care about continuity they don't care about they're just they're literally making a movie for the sake of just having fun and and that's what these movies are is that they're just so if you go into any trauma trauma movie you you have to be aware that it's not going to be a good movie it's just (laughs) going to be a lot of fun to watch because it's yeah they're entertaining they're definitely entertaining Yeah, and that's exactly what this was. Like, this is just, it's like the exact opposite of The Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, and then I found, too, like, it's, it's so, it was so goofy through most of it, but then at the end, it gets really, like, dark. Like, when the, yeah. when the, the punks end up taking over 
the school and then they end up like shooting someone and like yeah. it's a, they get yeah. really like violent like way more violent than they were like it was just really yeah. weird at the end but not but not even in a fun way like like uh like holy cow like you guys are, are psychotic <laughs> <laughs> and then of course right at the end in like the last 10 minutes they introduced the the monster the the uh the um, toxic monster, not to not toxic, by the way. No, no, this is a toxic you know, monster. This is a toxic monster, which was really cool looking monster. Yeah, that no, lived, they that lived in a like a, a vat of toxic waste, <laughs> and he comes out of that. But he like it was like that was one of the coolest things in this movie, and it was literally like the last ten minutes of it, <laughs> where they introduce this thing and then they kill it. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just the, the whole school's collapsed basically and then of yeah. course at the end you have to see like the that tadpole thing show up coming out of the like so it's, there's still something there which oh, yeah. of course will be in, 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 in the many sequels exactly because the there, are, there are there, three there. of them aren't, aren't there three yeah yeah there are three awesome <laughs> nukem high right there just to go back i, I just I, I thought the movie was fun i just thought it was a fun yeah. movie it was it, it captured the 80s kind of like in a fun sort of way um the i thought honestly i thought the soundtrack was really kick-ass in it the soundtrack is really good and I, I i couldn't figure out whether those were real songs or if they were songs that were written for the movie but regardless they were i was like this is really good <laughs> i looked at the list at the end of the who was on it the only one i really recognized were the smithereens that was the only group oh right yes yeah was so the only group that were, i actually recognized yeah so somehow they have they could afford to pay for licensing rights to like some <laughs> real music but they couldn't pay for acting lessons <laughs> no. oh i know what part was really dark too when they beat up that old woman oh my gosh <laughs> like, i forgot about i that i'm like why did also they like the punks beat up this old woman that i was not expecting no and, but and they, it wasn't like, like they just beat her up once and the guy just kept punching her in the face like you don't see her but you see him like on top of her punching her and i'm like it was like really for, violent for like a solid like minute and a half like he just kept go going and going i'm like what is like stop <laughs> what are you doing i forgot about that part <laughs> i also forgot too they, they beat the monster with a laser beam that they introduce like probably in the third act of the movie that yes. someone just stumbles upon and goes oh hey look at we're just working on this laser beam in class and he shows <laughs> that it that it shoots a laser beam and, yeah. and then they leave it and then of course that's the thing that like destroys the monster and and because it's the 1980s, a laser beam is like a massive device. Like this thing is like huge. It's like a massive like cannon that he's got to hold up in his hand. But it's got a cord that plugs it into the wall. Yes. <laughs> you know what it looked like? It looked like it looked like they put no work into this cannon, by the way. But it looked like you know those um, screens you pull down like in class. Yes. You know the tops of them like that. Yes. Like that. But that's what it. That's all it was. Like I think that's it what it was. was. <laughs> yeah, the, the container just, just, that like hides the screen when the yeah, screen yeah. goes up into it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's exactly what it looked like when I saw it. I was like, this is yeah. hilarious. And that's um, the kind of thing that they do with these trauma movies is that they just use whatever they've got, and it doesn't matter because. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you can throw logic out the window. The other thing I was going to mention too, they, the main two main characters had those joints and so they kind of turn into these zombie kind of creatures. Yeah. And then they end up, I think they, the one guy kills a couple guys or does something like, well, he's yeah. in this state and then he wakes yeah. up in the morning and he's fine. But I'm yeah. like, so the punks were selling this in the school, like these joints. Were they the only two that actually had the joints? Because no one else seemed to be affected by it. It's like they're the only two that were actually affected. But considering everybody is affected completely differently, Maybe other people had it and they just like grew an extra toe. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. It was just, it's just the most bizarre thing. But it's fortunately, it's only like an hour and 20 minutes long. It's pretty short. Yeah, it, you, you fly through it. It's pretty fast. I'm like, oh, it's over already? Wow, it's, yeah, uh, it's pretty it is, quick. It, it, and it's entertaining enough that it like it keeps you interested for the whole hour and 20 minutes. Like you, You're like, this is just so unbelievable unbelievable what i'm seeing <laughs> i gotta and, keep watching and with great lines like uh, god bless america limp dick that was, <laughs> with great lines like that i mean that is like the like the top writing of, of the, of the exactly. 80s that's what makes <laughs> how this was not nominated movie. for an oscar for writing i don't no. know <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing trauma will never get is an oscar for writing <laughs> But yeah, I mean, looking back, I mean, it, it is like most of the trauma movies are sort of cult classics, right? Like, it's funny, it's not really as much a specific movie, there's a few of them, but the, the, just the, the company itself is a cult-loved yeah. company. Um, but looking back at it all, like, I, I think, like, 
this movie was like entertaining top to bottom. I, I really enjoyed it. Like the soundtrack was great. The story yeah. was pretty good. Like, I mean, there's a lot of like things that were like, like, like I was saying, a lot of inconsistencies and like mm-hmm. continuity errors and things like that. But I mean, you got to look past all that with like, with one of these movies because it is low budget, right? So it's, yeah. uh, it, it, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Yep. I, I think it holds up. I mean, it totally, it's cheesy and it's completely dated because of, you know, the era, but it's still so much fun. Like these, they, the movies really are fun. Like they're, and it's like, it's unbelievable how many they have because when we go to fan expos or most comic cons, they're usually there and they usually, Troma usually has a booth yeah. and they have all their movies set out on a table and there are like, hundreds of them like it's it's unbelievable how many yeah. movies that they <laughs> this company has made and, and i think i from what i read like there's a lot that they made and then there's a lot that they've bought from like other right. independent like producers and things like in, in the uk and things like that so um they, they don't they haven't made all of them themselves but they plaster their name on them anyways and buy them and plaster there. their name on it and they're out so yep. <laughs> but, uh, poultry, yeah. i almost forgot about poultry geist as well oh poultry geist poultry geist is yes. exactly what it sounds like about that (laughs) that's exactly it is literally a ghost chicken yeah (laughs) very logical to me (laughs) yeah very violent ghost chicken (laughs) i will tell you though when i met when i met lloyd kaufman like i we met a lot of celebrities i was actually kind of shaking when i met him because i I just i just grew up on his movies and i I was like oh my god it's lloyd kaufman and then he he like signed the front like my i i i put post a picture but uh, he signed the um like the front of the box and i was like oh my god this is so cool it was just cool to meet him like and he's he's the founder of trauma and and producer isn't he isn't that yep yep yeah yeah so that's that's who he is so yeah he's and he is quite a character too like he's oh yeah he's he's he's, nuts (laughs) yeah he's just he's a funny seems like a really nice guy like whenever we yeah he's super nice yeah, really nice guy, but he's just so goofy. Like he's so he's exactly like his movies. Yeah. <laughs> just over the top and goofy and but just fun. Like he's just a fun guy. And just yeah. that's exactly what these movies are. Over the top but fun. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So that's our show for today, I guess. We've uh, think- we've gone through high school. <laughs> we yep. made it through the toxic waste of high school. And uh, yeah, I, so I don't know when our, our next podcast will be in a couple weeks, probably. Yep, two weeks. Yeah. We'll try to get on a regular back. schedule. <laughs> it's, yep. it's we're back, we're back, in, back in business. Season three is up and running. We are 100% geeked out again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now that things have kind of calmed down a little bit, or at least there's more control of what's happening out there, it's uh, uh, with COVID and stuff. At least now we're starting to see some production starting to move and some shows yeah. starting to come out again, which is which has been really good. So make sure if you, um, that you follow us on all our socials. We would tell you what they are, but half the time we can't remember. But it's usually yeah. at Loop and Larry something. It's usually at Loop and Larry one or at yep. Loop and Larry. Just, on, on, on something just, just google us loop and larry you'll find us <laughs> we're, we're on something all the time and just uh tell your friends let's get us out there and uh and don't forget to watch us on youtube yeah we got the youtube now you can watch us right here on youtube which is really cool we're and, funny uh, to look at <laughs> everybody else is using zoom why don't we use zoom exactly really <laughs> Well, since we can't be in the same studio together, this is a lot easier for us to do, obviously. Right. So, so thank perfect. you. Thank you so much for joining us this week. This has been Loop and Larry, Guardians of Geek, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Wax off.